Welcome to Jason and the Movie Knots. I'm Jason Sachs. And I am Carl Sardella. And we are continuing our watching of all the Marvel movies in order with 2017's Spider-Man Homecoming. Directed by John Watts, starring Tom Holland, Michael Keaton, Robert Downey Jr., uh, Marissa Tomei, John Favreau, Glenn Paltrow, Donald Glover, a whole bunch of people. Yeah, I was so surprised when I saw Daniel Glover in this because he's obviously like a superstar and does millions of things, including Atlanta, which everybody should watch. Yeah, I was actually really surprised to see him in this, but you know, he's a Spider-Man fan. It's all, and it's all you know, making him happy as a Spider fan. Yeah, it's a big part. Is that yeah. thing people say a Spider fan? Spider I'm fan. Sure. I'm not even sure if that's a, a phrase anyone has ever, ever anyone would ever want to use in their lives. That's funny because uh, I feel like it, it's a comic book name. <laughs> spider fan. <laughs> spider fan. Spider yeah. fan. Uh, what did you think of this film? Oh, yeah. That's what we do now at the beginning of these. We kind of do the summary. Well, real quick backstory. I had um, put off seeing this when it came out originally. I think at that time, as many people listening were kind of exhausted of new Spider-Man movies. And it's been reboot. How many times? Two, three, four yeah, so this many. would be the third reboot within like 10 years. Right. So I was just so exhausted. Years. Okay. Yeah. Exactly a little bit, but didn't watch it when it came out. Um, and then obviously as I got more jump jump started with um all these different Marvel movies, excited about the MCU, I was like, I need to go back and finally watch this. So I just recently watched it. I think it was like the first time, the end of last year, and then rewatching it now. So like um it's still pretty new to me. Where I think it came out. When did you say it came out? Or did we say seventeen? Two thousand seventeen. Yeah. So that being said, um, you know, you hear a lot of hype and stuff like that, and people really seem to love this movie. Uh, it introduces like friend character Ned, and it adds a lot of like more depth to um, kind of like a retelling of this origin story in a way. And I, I enjoyed it pretty good revisiting scenes made me frustrated like oh i can't believe they did that you know which i'm sure you will get to let's dig into that yeah but before yeah my general summary is i liked it pretty good and i like tom holland because he's like you know in so many marvel movies now and so i've kind of like uh what's the word kind of you know grown to like him in that way Mm -hmm. i'm not i don't know if i'm giving you an answer i think i liked it pretty well yeah, I didn't like it. It's one of the movies I disliked the most out of the entire Marvel rewatch. Whoa. And my frustration all results from one simple idea. Oh, which I want to hear. This isn't really a Spider-Man movie. This is a Tony Stark movie. And he's not really Spider-Man, the superhero who's overcoming his personal problems. He is Spider-Man, this henchman of Tony Stark. That's a good and point. I just did not find that interesting or appealing or true to the character at all. Now it's a weird kind of slightly obscure complaint, right? Because like my complaint is basically saying if this hadn't been Spider-Man, if this had been Flyman instead, and he was like a henchman of Tony Stark or whatever, then I might've appreciated the more movie better, but they kind of take away. I think a lot of what makes Peter Parker and Spider-Man interesting by having him be this kind of flunky of Tony Stark. And then secondly, the stuff I really hated was how much of an outcast Peter is 
versus everyone at his school. He specifically is going to a high school that's centered around people who are geniuses, right? This is the school of science and you expect him to be you know, surrounded by people who like respect him and like him, but really it's just like any other high school. Yeah. So there's a few painful scenes that we'll probably get to where Peter's just kind of ostracized for no especially good reason. Tom Holland seems like a reasonable kid. I mean, I don't know. I'm not, it's been a long time since I was a teenager, but he's still hated by the kids in his classes. And that just all felt contrived. Yeah. Contrived. I think it's like, they're trying to shoehorn in the comic book stuff. Right. Cause like, wasn't he in the comic books, like bullied and stuff like that too. Yeah. A bit. And that's part of like the, the genius of the characters is this guy who is able to invert everything. Right. He had been bullied. Now he's the hero. Right. So I think that's what they're doing there, but it doesn't fit that. Like you're saying the world that they built. Like, it's almost like, again, shoehorn, I think, is a good way to put it. Like, they're like, yeah, we got to put that bully stuff in there. We have to make him feel like an outcast, remember? Mm-hmm. And he, he has to like this girl, and she probably doesn't like him until maybe the very end. So a lot of that feels very, yeah, contrived, I think, is another good word. Yeah, and like, that's a perfect example. Like, why shouldn't the girl like him? He's smart. She's smart. He's not a bad-looking dude. Right. Maybe. By the way, I would have killed like Tom Holland in high school. That like crazy bad hair and acne. Are you kidding me? Right. Exactly. Oh, my face was. Oh, by the way, he's also ripped. Uh huh. I don't know. I I think ladies like that sometimes. Come on. She's tall and thin. So, okay. Well, that out of the way. I, by the way, going back to your original point, and then we'll get into some of the meat of it. I agree with you. And you put it very like well said there by saying, you know, Tony's in this movie too much. I didn't know that going in that he was going to be in it at all. Cause I'm like Spider-Man, you know, origin kind of story in a way. And then the part that I liked, cause I wasn't expecting it. So it's like, sometimes the first time you see it, it's like, you're not expecting it and it's fine. You just kind of go with it. I liked that. He was trying to unlock the suit because mm-hmm. that's very him. Like that's his character. He's like going against the grain and they, you know, tell him not to do something. So he does it. I like that a lot. And I actually like the AI bit that they put in the suit. Like that doesn't really feel like Spider-Man to me, but it also was like fun. So yeah, right. And that's the thing, right? The movie's gotten pretty mixed, got has pretty mixed reviews in all the various sites, mostly positive because people just think it's a fun movie. And they've right. been overthinking it, you know, that's fine. No, but I'm saying I agree with you. It's just I think when yeah, I first the, watched it, yeah, I just found yeah, it like fun. Because the suit is really cool if unless you start to think about it from the context of this being this Spider-Man, this loser guy. Plus, by the way, to that also point, he really does hold Tony in such high regard in this movie mm-hmm. that it feels like he's not like a god. Calm down, you know, like, oh, my goodness, I get to work with him. Oh, my goodness. He says a lot of, oh, my, you know, like, yeah, wow. Those yeah, are his it, glasses, you know, like. Uh-huh, exactly. Oh, I'm an intern for Tony Stark. And then they're teasing him. You know, this is like your girlfriend in Canada kind of thing. Yeah. And, and, and again, it's like. Well, you know, why wouldn't you believe him? He's got pictures with him, but Tony seems to not really appreciate him either. There's a whole bit about him, like harassing Tony and Happy Hogan all the time. I don't know. It, it, I just found it kind of unlikable. That's interesting. Well, like we do on this podcast, lots of times, sometimes as we talk, one of us will change our mind either more one way or the other. Um, and to the story parts, if we get it started, 
It yeah. starts eight years ago, kind of just like a flashback or an old kind of, you know, history lesson about how some leftover technology from the big war from which movie? Age of Ultron? Age of Ultron, yeah. Yeah, is left over. So Michael oh, no, Keaton- Oh, sorry, the, the original Avengers movie. What am I saying? The original Avengers It's movie. alien right. tech from the invasion. Invasion. So Michael Keaton shows up and I had no idea he was in the movie actually, which is crazy. And mm-hmm. I love him, but I do have problems with him as a movie because of, what they made him to be. Um, but in the beginning, he's just this guy with a bunch of other guys who are like going through the technology and making stuff out of it, basically making themselves heroes, like or bad guy heroes, you know, criminal, you know, with superpowers from the metals and stuff. To me, that was some of the best parts of the movie when they're the whole robbery scene where they're stealing the technology, when they're demonstrating the technology, and even the way like it shows how he becomes a vulture because he has these he's stolen the alien technology all that stuff was really nicely done yeah actually really fit the movie well i mean that's that's all like a good it's all good continuity to me okay well that's interesting yeah i just didn't expect michael keaton so it took me out of it a little bit but okay um did you think he was either way like seeming like a working man hero too or villain he did until a point and we'll get to it at some okay. point this movie just switches again very we talk about this all the time like the third act and third i just don't movie, i don't yeah. buy the ending so anyway so i like the beginning eight years later goes into peter parker and his whole thing he's on the decathlon team he's got a friend ned which is a great character and a great actor yeah i liked him a lot and then yeah stark saying he's not ready um the shocker i guess is one of the bad guys they call themselves from mm-hmm. michael keaton's team i didn't I, all that stuff felt fell flat for me i think some guy died from because they accidentally shot him um i i don't know that all that stuff just felt like blah yeah it just never really grabbed me either yeah it just uh, seemed like a separate thing almost yeah it's a separate thing that just didn't need to be necessarily part of it i wish peter had treated his friends on the academic decathlon team a little bit better yeah he just ditches them all the time all the time and then by the way he also like goes back to them and he's like oh it's fine i'll I'll still do the thing never mind and they accept him like yeah because he's a genius but he's a flake like i was just saying i can i don't understand why people were in his friends well maybe i can't understand why people were in his friends because he was an ass to them yeah that's true we're just saying it right now yeah, there's a lot of kind of school stuff. Obviously, they introduced Liz and all that stuff. And then the unlocking of the suit, him wanting to like unlock the suit. Am I missing something here with him? Like, there's a lot of unlocking suit AI power stuff with him and Ned. Yeah, not really. Well, unless you're getting to the party, you're going to talk about the party he goes to. Wait, remind me the party because I forgot it. He goes to the party at Liz's house and has the costume and turns oh, on yeah, the yeah. costume. And yeah. kind of essentially just goes gallivanting around the neighborhood completely ineffectually, not having any idea what he's doing. Yeah. Screws all kinds of things up and uh, nothing really seems to touch him. It's, it all feels like, um, I don't know. It just feels, I'm just bored. Like I remember the middle of the movie just being kind of bored. Obviously it picks up with the monument scene. So is there anything I'm missing before we get to the monument scene? Well, so the group, the academic decathlon team has to go to or goes is on their way to Washington DC for the national academic decathlon. Yeah. Peter blows off the regional round, but the team is able to get there despite him. And then when Peter just shows up at the bus ready to go, they're like everyone just accepts That's cool. Him. 
Yeah. Okay. Whatever. We don't care that you abandoned us. Like, come on. If I was on my academic decathlon team and my buddy left the team, I'd be so angry at him. Especially yeah. if I was like 16 years old. This is a big deal in my life. And they won it without him. And they go to DC and he's got the suit on and Tony calls him at the wrong time. And he goes and to stalk some, basically stalk the Michael Keating, Keaton characters. Oh, right. That's coming back into play a lot. Yeah. In Baltimore. And so he hops on a train and goes to Baltimore and then gets stuck inside a warehouse that he can't get out of. So he's in that warehouse all night. Oh my goodness. That's right. So and there's stuff. all these scenes of him playing with the costume during that. Because he's trapped in there. Yeah. And he's talking to the AI. Yeah. 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 And the whole time I'm thinking, so you made a point of going to this thing with your friends and you go there and you have roommates and they all sneak down to go to the pool. And you're like, no, no, I'm too busy. I'm too smart for you guys. Oh, I hated that part. So he blows them off. Like at this moment when like, you know, I don't know about you. If I, when I went on my high school trips, and I got to spend time with my friends swimming and stuff. That was like the parts that I loved the most, right? It's like the biggest bonding part. And he likes the girl and it's a, 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 they're going swimming. Come on. This is like a no brainer. Right. Exactly. And everyone is there except for him. Yeah. Right. So this is the way for him to overcome the, you know, asshole Parker kind of image that everyone has of him. But no, he puts on the suit and goes to, goes and gets trapped and gets trapped. And yeah. 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 So it's well, then. He's kind of completely ineffectual in all areas of his life. Yeah. It didn't make me like care for like, or like, yeah, maybe just question like what his motives are. Um, besides obviously just being a young kid and like doing the wrong thing or whatever. Cause that happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's like a reasonable explanation, right? He's just impulsive and can't right. really think straight. Cause he's all screwed up, but he kept making wrong decision after wrong decision. Plus it didn't feel very, very satisfying for the viewer, you know, cause it just, it was like a lot of, like you said, just like, I'm here. Now I'm not here. I'm here. Now I'm not here. And when he's not here, he's like doing crazy amount of other stuff. Um, mm -hmm. Which by the way, when he finally does come back and there's like a big crisis, he does help out. So like to the monument part, the kids go to this monument. What's the monument? Oh, the Washington Washington monument. Washington monument. And then of course, um, uh, the explosions happen and like the monument's going to fall down. He comes and saves them. Even though, by the way, all the cops are still after him. Like uh -huh. that's like old school Spider-Man where the cops hate him and are always chasing him. So that makes sense, but it was just annoying for, he's got to fight two battles essentially. And he saves them and he saves his, saves his wannabe girlfriend. And so that's a whole scene. And then here's where I have a problem. Oh, go ahead. He reveals himself as at the end of the scene. And they're like, where were you, Peter? He just has some oh, he's fine. Yeah, and, yeah. It's like uh, Superman again. It's a Clark Kent moment. Yeah. What happened? You know. Okay, here's where it gets bad for me, and so we can kind of jump around here quickly. It, I don't know if it had been said before now, but I don't think it had. But that Liz uh, is Michael Keaton's daughter. Right. I hate all of this. I hate all of this now. Now I hate all of the movie because it it doesn't make. Michael Keaton, the vulture, it makes him the father of a girl that Peter Parker likes. Now, is this anything in the comics? No, I mean, I actually kind of like that twist, although it was really contrived, because I thought it was kind of, it finally added some interpersonal drama to this story that really felt like it was dislocated from Peter's life. Okay, that's an interesting way to look at it. 
I just because I knew he had to like pull every punch now. Like Spider Man couldn't be mad mm-hmm. at Michael Keaton, you know, and to, including to the very end, he couldn't like, you know, he couldn't really. I don't think go all out. I mean, he obviously captured his own, but anyways, that was just weird. And then the whole dancing, you know, like he's bringing him to the dance, and that all that just felt like an eighties or nineties, you know, rom com or something. Yeah. And I guess maybe you liked that about it, but for some reason, for me, it just bothered me. I was like, oh, now it's this kind of movie. Well, at least it's a little bit like regular high school. It is, but I'm saying like, I didn't want to meet Michael Keaton being like, I don't know, that bad guy just right there in front of you. And also he, you have to be nice to him because you can't really be your true self. You have to be like, yeah. And he was like lying the whole time. You know, he's just like quiet and like not saying anything. The girl who plays Liz, I thought was really good. Yeah, she is. I think she was in, she's in the next movie, isn't she? I haven't seen the next movie, so. Oh, I have, and I think that she is, maybe, but. Uh, she's got real energy, and yeah. I thought she was intriguing. Yeah, she's good, and then I think, oh, she does some action stuff, stuff at the end, I forget. Um, well, yeah, what happens next? We got the, he's got to go take out um, Vulture. I forgot how we get there. Yeah, he, he kind of buzzes him at the party i think and they they have their confrontation and uh, they end up on the beach and then it's like all madness and crazy explosions and then he captures him he tapes him to the thing and says hey cops get this guy oh yeah and then because we have a like a post credit scene later where he's in prison mm-hmm. so he straight up gets him in prison again which is weird and why it makes me feel weird about this movie at that point because now he's always going to be thinking about that he got his girlfriend, her wannabe girlfriend's dad in jail. Mm-hmm. And also jumping around, I know I am. She says, fuck off at the end. Liz is like, I'm out of here. Good. You had your chance. Yeah. Yeah. I'm leaving. I'm like leaving town or something, right? Then she says she's like leaving. Yeah. She had a complete break in her life. Crazy. So he didn't get anything he wanted. He fucked about. He, I guess he got a minor crim- criminal in jail. But like, to, to what extent, you know? I feel like he did himself a disservice in this movie. Peter Parker. Yeah. Uh, I, I letter, There's a guy in Letterboxd who had this really nice comment here about this movie. When I grew up reading Spider-Man comics, I really related to the parts where Peter Parker got handed state-of-the-art tech to beat up working-class laborers that were screwed over by his millionaire mentor. Yeah, that part. Exactly. Like you said again, and to reiterate, it sounds like a a, a section or a movie outside of the timeline of Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Like just this other thing. So I like little bits of this movie. But I ended up like, I think it's, is it the worst? It's one of the worst of the Marvel movies. Wow. I do not think that much still. Cause I, I had a, enough fun. I'm going to give it a three. Holy shit. That's the lowest you've given anything. I think so. Well, I'm not doing that because, again, I had a fun thrill ride and I liked Ned and I liked, you know, the like you said, the dynamic with him and Liz, although I get, kept getting frustrated. He kept leaving. And then I didn't like the third half because I didn't want Michael Keaton to be the dad. And I just didn't. I wasn't enjoying the ending of that part. So I will say, man, I wish I had all the numbers. We should really keep them next to us so we can look at what we do. I, I think the, the gag is that we never we never do. <laughs> so I think I'm going to do a five. Okay. Because I had a fun time. It's almost like a 50, 50, right? 
and I had a lot of problems and didn't like the third act. Yeah, I think five. Run of the mill, right down the middle. I think that's good, a 50-50. All right, next time we have Black Panther. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Chadwick Boseman. Uh, I remember really enjoying that movie. And again, it had third act problems, but uh, that's actually a movie I can't be super objective about because it's a pretty direct quote from a lot of my favorite 70s comics. So I think I'm going to love that movie. I'm going to predict I'm going to give Black Panther an eight. I'm going to predict I didn't love it in the beginning when I first saw it in the theater, did I? Oh my goodness, I think I did. When did this come out? Oh, you don't have to look it up. Either 17 or 18. I think I'm going to give it a six. Okay. And I'll be surprised if I go up to seven or eight with you, but it might happen. Thanks, Carlos. I don't know if I'm grumpy today or just unhappy about this movie. I you weren't grumpy so at all. Like it. No, you actually like just, you know, told it like it is. Uh, I think I agree with a lot of what you said. I don't like the fact that he's an Iron Man's lack- lackey. That's a really big reason not to like it. And like you said, I agree with you as well. And why I gave it a five is it doesn't feel like a Spider-Man-y movie. It just feels like a movie that has all the thrills that you need, right? Including the end boss. Yeah. And it doesn't really fit like the vibe. And by the way, no offense to Marissa Tomei, who I love. I love Marissa Tomei. But she's, she, she, she seems like too, I don't know, she seems out of place for me to, to be. It's his mom, right? It's just his mom. His aunt, yeah. It's, oh, it's his, it is his aunt. Yeah, because. So it's supposed to be like Aunt May. Yeah, it's Aunt May. So that's why, I, yeah, Aunt May is an old lady in the comics. Come on. She's like 800 years old. So she's, I, she's no Marissa Tomei. She's no Marissa Tomei. So obviously I like the upgrade. I'm not asking for an old woman. Well, it was Sally Field in the original movies, right? I don't remember anymore. Not quite as hot as Marissa Tomei. It just feels weird because she's so on his level. You know, they feel like yeah. similar age in a way. Anyways. Oh, and by the way, you didn't mention real quick before we leave this. She finds out he's Spider-Man. Oh yeah. At the very end. And did Aunt May know ever? In the comics? Well, that's complicated. Oh, is there like parallel realities? And <laughs> No, it's like sometimes she does and sometimes she doesn't and she forgets sometimes. And oh, right. It's okay. weird. Well, she just straight up knows. And spoiler for the next movie that he's in, she still knows, you know? So like, okay, it becomes a thing. Where can people find you? TikTok.com. Well, don't. <laughs> no one does what I say. No one does the URLs. Uh, while you're on TikTok, just look for a lot of things comedy. And please subscribe and leave good feedback on iTunes if you enjoyed the show. Thanks, See you Carlos. Next episode. Bye. Thank you.